It is time to examine the Bible and use your power of reason. This podcast has been reproduced from a broadcast on Facebook Live. Hello, how are we doing today on this beautiful Thursday? Today is a spiritual retreat and uh, I have taken my time to study some of the, or, well, I am going through the book of Revelation and some know it, the book as Apocalypse, but it means the same thing. Apocalypse means uh, Revelation. So I am considering in the book of Revelation chapter 8, this is part 4. And I thank you for joining me today. So this is part four of Revelation, the vision number five. There were 16 visions given to John. And the reason why I am taking a little bit longer with this part, uh, the revelation of Apocalypse in chapter eight, Uh, also goes on to chapter 9 verse 21 but because this is a very important subject that relates to and it speaks about many different uh, symbolic language that uh, we should be referring with other scriptures to make sure that we are having the correct understanding because studying the Bible it is very important that we capture the message that God wants us to receive once we have understanding of course we can make decisions in regards to our life in regards to repentance in regards to recognizing what is a uh, right or righteous in God's eyes and what is not me myself and I have found that there are many things that I needed to uh, make modifications and corrections of in regards to myself and in regards to of course being approved by God because that is the most important thing when it comes to worship but also when it comes to um, salvation and so I am going to continue I, I am going to continue with um, chapter 8 and I want to explain certain things because uh, today I wanted to begin chapter 9 but before that I want to continue with uh, some explanations. For example, uh, something that I wanted to clarify 
or for us to know, for us to remember, is that when the Bible refers on the um, to the terms Earth, it refers to humans, not to the planet. When the Bible refers to the sea, it also refers to humans or to rivers. And also, it is mentioned here um, in Revelation chapter 8, verse, verse 9, is, verse 8 and 9, it says, The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was hurled into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. Okay, so the third meaning that it doesn't cover the whole earth. So it's talking about only humans, certain humans. And so that's what we want to, we want to uh, make sure that we are understanding. So it, it is referring to, of course, the blowing of the trumpet means that the attention is being called something important is about to happen it used to be blown uh, um, trumpets were sounded in the times of war or in the times of uh, something important happening which that is still done in our time so it is mentioned there and that and a third of the living creatures in the sea died and a third of the ships were wrecked so um, if we see the boats or a ship is mentioned in here that they are wrecked I had not mentioned that before in in the previous explanation so that's why I want to um, bring this about because these um, boats or ships that are wrecked are all compared also to people and they are on the sea but they also are wrecked and so when it's mentioned in regards to the earth it refers to not the planet it refers to the humans who seem to be stable on the earth and so for example uh, those who who have control over others those who are um, those who have control over others because of the power that they have for whatever reason because it could be that someone is in government and because of that they have uh, authority over others maybe not wealthy but the person has authority over others so those humans seem to be stable and those are referred to the earth 
but then there are the ones that are as the sea or the rivers and we know that if you think about the sea you're going to think about it to be unstable to be moving about and just the same as the rivers and so the rivers and the sea represents the rest of the humans which for the most part are under the control of others either uh, the control of those who are in government or under the control of those who have money and so then there are ships that are above the seas these also represent humans that are somewhat stable over those humans who are not and they seem to be stable not in God's eyes because in God's eyes we're humans are to be worshiping Jehovah the only true God and not be ruling over other humans and so also it is mentioned in regards to uh, a star it says on 12 of 8 chapter 8 it says uh, the fourth angel blew his trumpet and a third of the sun was struck and a third of the moon and a third of the stars in order that a third of them might be darkened and that they might not have light for a third of it and the night likewise but also before this it had been mentioned in regards to in 11 it says the name of the star is wormwood okay on 10 the 10 the third angel blew his trumpet and a great star burning like a lamb fell from heaven and he fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of the waters the name of the star is wormwood and a third of the waters turned into wormwood and many of the people died from the waters because these had been made bitter and so in reference to these it's also something that I did not explain from before. I have mentioned in regards to in regards to God's word uh, being for some as as if it's something bitter, something that they do not want to know about and it has been that way it has been the way that um for since the beginning humans have been divided and so when it comes to uh pure worship pure worship uh, is something that became dimmed obscured and replaced by the seemingly light seemingly spirituality that apostasy has provided since the 
especially since the first century after Jesus Christ, after the congregations, congregations started to form. And so we have that the message from God, from what the Bible says, it has become something that people don't want to, to, to take in. And it is us tasting something bitter. But also, another way to look at the matter is that, because it says over here that the name of the star is Wormwood, and a third of the waters turn into Wormwood, and many of the people die from the waters because these had been made bitter. And so, another thing that has happened besides people not wanting to hear God's message and becoming almost something repugnant to them even though it is the truth they preferred watered down truth they prefer half truth or they prefer pure lies from uh, those in Christendom and so therefore the title of the uh, the introduction of the chapter which is that Jehovah God is finding those who are saying that they are leading as blood guilty and so that is another thing that I wanted to explain that in the beginning of the chapter we know that Jesus because we want to know what things refer to because it is a message from God that he gave to Jesus and we have this because of that and it is uh, for us to know we are being told what's going to happen and why it's going to happen so that when it happens um, this judicial case that God has against humans will have evidence and so because God is a God of justice just in the same way that we have judicial systems nowadays we find that these systems and especially those who are leading the people towards their own destruction because they are doing what God disapproves they have convinced them that th those are truth uh, it's mentioned over here that they have become as a star as a star named wormwood and wormwood is something that is bitter and so whatever was supposed to be which is God's word that is alive and exerts power and it is compared as springs of water which are beneficial are healthy we need it in our body uh, we are 70% water in our body so we need literal water but we also need 
God's word in order for us to survive, in order for us to live, in order for us to be. And so what has happened is that those in Christendom, those who claim to be worshiping God, whatever God, it could be in Christendom or it could be um, in some other type of religion. If we are humans, we are told that worship is only to one God, the Almighty. And so we have heard that the name of the star is Wormwood and a third of the waters turn into Wormwood. So what is this Wormwood? Well, these are the lies that are told by those who say to be followers of the Christ, by those who are said that they are leading people to God, but in reality they are not. And the reason why they are not is because they are doing in going in the opposite direction from what God has said to be done. And so instead of giving people the waters of life, which are God's word, which is what's written in God's word, they have watered it down. They have made it bitter for them bitter for them because at the end this water that they are giving them supposedly spiritual truth is not and so for them they are drinking this water or they are taking in this spiritual food supposedly and supposedly comes from God, supposedly is approved by God, but when you go into the Bible, you find out that it's not. And so they become blood guilty because of this. They being those who are supposedly taking the lead, leading the people, the majority of the people. And you can say that third part of the earth. And so... All of them, all of them, this star is seen to be uh, burning. It says, a great star burning like a lamp fell from heaven. Why from heaven? And why this star falls from heaven like a lamp burning? Because those who have been leading people worldwide, they have been fakes Jesus said by the fruits you will know who his true followers were who his true followers are so people can feel spiritual but that doesn't mean that they are doing spirituality they are doing things that approve uh, that are approved by God and so these spiritual leads that are supposedly teaching God's word that are supposedly leading people to God they have decided that they are going to they will say some things and then condemn some things and actually they're not the ones who are condemning by the way we no one condemns it's God who's condemning God who is doing the condemning we just repeat what God says that is how it is but uh, we have to bring to the attention in the preaching and teaching work or activity 
uh, has been for the purpose of bringing to the attention to people in regards to what God is saying that is going to happen. And that is according to what Ezekiel 3.18 says. If you read the chapter, it says that we can be found blood guilty if we mislead others or if we don't tell them about what God is saying, but what God approves and what God disapproves. Because if we don't know, if someone didn't tell me that I was doing wrong by worshiping idols, by going in front of the idols and prostrating myself and praying to the idol, I thought that I was doing something that it was good. That that was the way to worship God. I didn't know. I had not read in the Bible either. I should have. But I didn't. Because we are not instilled to look into the Bible. So I instill you to look into your Bible. As we consider these scriptures. And so these stars. in Back then. When we uh, went into the um, Jesus Christ speaking to the congregations, he referred to the stars as the seven elders or those who take the lead in guiding others. So the stars refer to those who are spiritually guides for others. So those who are leading people, especially those who are taking the lead among in the world, they are not compromising with God. They're compromising with those who have money. They're compromising with those who are in government. And they are agreeing to agree with them, even though the Bible may disagree with all of them. So, in reality, they're worshiping men. They're giving men their glory. Those who, are, uh, those who have power over others and in history we have seen how this prophecy has been fulfilled so those supposedly who are spiritual guides but are teaching lies are teaching what is not in the bible and are not saying to those who are doing bad to correct themselves to repent just as jesus said for us to do this will go down first before armageddon comes False religion will be done away with. And false religion means anything that is against what the Bible says. And so, this lamp, this great star, burns like a lamp from the heaven. And it fell on the third part of the rivers and on the springs of the waters. And the name of the star is Wormwood. And the third of the waters turn into Wormwood. And many of the people die from the waters because these have been made bitter. So the people die from the waters because it is as if it's poison that they are giving people. And why is it poison like? Or why is it compared to poison or something that kills people? Well, because in... Uh, the judgment day judgment day is the day when god issues judgment upon those who are rebellious upon those who are who have been telling lies who have been 
misusing what God has said, who have been lying about what God is doing and what God really his intentions are. Because there these also have sided with Satan in that remember the prophecy has said that there will be two organizations flourishing. And in the last days, this will be seen. Those who worship the only true God and those who don't. That's it. So it doesn't matter what country we are, what culture, what race. We're, we, we're born defaulted to Satan's organization. We have to make the effort to get out of it. How? By siding with God by learning from him by becoming imitators of Jesus but also followers of the Christ following the Christ becoming a disciple it wasn't something in the first century that was done and it was a style then and now it's gone it is not so this will be done away with in the, the people die because they have been misled but because we also have free will and we can choose not to be misled we can choose to make the decision not to be misled we can choose to know what the Bible says then we are held also accountable because also remember that as this is going on also the preaching activity is going on and it's also a part of the a sign of the last days so just as Jesus mentioned in chapter 24 that there will be these things happening also the preaching activity will serve as a sign of the times of the end then he says the fourth angel blew his trumpet and a third of the sun was struck and a third of the moon and a third of the stars in order that a third of them might be darkened and the day might not have light for a third of it and the night likewise so just like how the bible speaks in regards to the earth the rivers the sea the shipwreck and it relates to people it is the same way that this relates to people when he mentions that when he mentioned the stars when he mentions um, the Sun and the moon and the stars it is also relating to the spiritual guides those who are above others also who are, 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 uh, or have power over others but this is in a sense of having power of having power because they have elevated themselves in that way through lies, through deception, through making deals 
with those who are earth-like or those humans who seem to be stable and we see this we see these um, for example gov um, governments governments making deals with those who are uh, in Christendom or those who represent masses of people in their countries and they are also mingle, mingling in politics and in governments and making treaties and coming to agreements when and, and, and not calling to the attention of the many crimes or badness that they may see that this in government do. They are actually providing them a sense of spirituality, a sense of being close to God because these people are there backing them up as as if we're as if it were that way but we have to remember that god does not approve of these ones it didn't it, it did it didn't happen in the beginning of time when uh the first humans god did not approve them god did not approve their disobedience it didn't happen in the time of jesus we know that in the time of John the Baptist, when he started to baptize people and the Pharisees and the Sadducees appeared because they didn't know what was going on. Of course, they didn't know because God did not speak to them. It can't be both ways. It can be that they are saying that they are followers of the Christ, that they are representing God. They are holy in their imagination, but they are doing things that are against God, being hypocritical. It can be both ways. So it is up to me to know what is good for me, according to what the Bible says. Many say, well, Jehovah Witnesses are a cult, are in what is supposed to be a cult. Isn't it those who follow men a certain men one man and for what is it for good no cults are never for anything good so are we jehovah witnesses a cult no we're not we have proven that we're not we are each individually ordained ministers and each individually of us around the earth are responsible for our own spirituality we are not being spoon-fed by jw.org we become followers of the christ standing on our own as followers of the christ yes we gather together to give worship to jehovah god as a requirement hebrews 10 24 and 25 it is a requirement for us to get together for us to study the word together for us to give worship to god together and so we do so we do so in the same way that it was instructed before by god we do so in meetings small meetings and we do so in assemblies 
we cannot do it do this anymore physically because due to the coronavirus but we are keeping with the command because it is from God and so each and every one of us as you can see each and every one of us when we get together you see us together we see you see us in peace you see us happy you see us uh, giving worship to God but this is because each and every one of us knows that we each and every one of us individually have a responsibility individually towards God and we are accountable to God individually so even though we may be a group individually we are dedicated to God we are a living sacrifice to God and so therefore we believe that God is real God exists and so therefore with faith we do everything else which also is to become followers of the Christ to study to study God's Word we continue to study God's Word every day we have to study God's Word it is the responsibility of everyone it, we are not no more uh, and it has never been because as soon as you start studying the Bible you are taught to know how to use your Bible because just as John was God's representative and he prepared a people for his name it is the same thing the same assignment that JW.org or Jehovah Witnesses as the organization have to prepare a people for God and that is what we become so each human whoever it is each of us even though you may not know Jehovah each of us have the responsibility to know about Jehovah God to know about he the, the one who he sent forth which is Jesus Christ to become followers of the Christ to become ordained ministers to become subjects of God's kingdom each person becomes all of that once we become baptized and baptism doesn't come from humans baptism comes from God as it was um, given that the, uh, the the order the command was given to John that was the new way that baptism was going to be because the worship of God was transitioning to how it will be under the Christ there will be no more need for animals to become sacrifice but in some places in some churches they are still doing this it is as if the sacrifice of the Christ means nothing to them and some of them don't believe that the Christ was the Messiah some are worshiping idols the majority of people on the earth are sexually immoral and then there are criminal acts of every type 
includes men and women, many different forms, including abortion. No one is telling them from Christendom, Christendom or from whatever other churches, they are not being called to the attention to what God requires. And of course, the reason for that will be that if they did that, how will they fare within society? Warm wood. It will be bitter, bitterness. And so, teaching of God's word, imparting this, the, the, the sparkling fresh waters of God's word takes courage because we are divided. That is the truth. We will be divided until Armageddon. After Armageddon, we will see, for those who don't believe, who's, who's who and what's what. Because there are some that don't believe even that Jehovah exists. And so, or that Jesus was even the Messiah, as the Bible promised. And so, I wanted to explain about this. And so, these... Um, Darkness refers to a spiritual darkness. The stars are struck and the third of the sun is struck. The, the sun because remember that they replace God's spirituality, God's truth for falsehood. So they made themselves around the earth. You see this. Around the earth, you see this, and that is why the sun, it is it, it is uh, fitting, because it has to do with illumination on the whole earth. So this illumination that they are getting is not from God, because they are twisting the scriptures, or they are not teaching from the scriptures. We know that in the past, in the history, in past times, uh, people who were reading the Bible were actually killed. If someone was found with the Bible, they were killed. And look, we are in 2020. People who are peaceful humans, who are doing nothing, nothing that is against the law, they are preaching and teaching the good news of what the Bible says, they are being imprisoned. And it doesn't happen in Russia only. So, their light, they're supposedly the light that they are shining, that doesn't come from God, will end. And will end before Armageddon comes, before the day of judgment. Because people will see what is the truth. And people will realize that they have been lied to. But again, we have a choice. Just as I had a choice, I had a choice not to 
continue in the type of worship that I was into. That it was supposedly the, the way that we should worship God, which is everything that the Bible condemns. Because, for example, we have those also that say, um, or that they want to be called fathers. But in reality, the Bible, Jesus said to his disciples, do not call anyone father here on the earth. Your father is only one and he is in the heavens. When Jesus was uh, teaching Matthew chapter 6, he was teaching his disciples how to pray. He say, our father in the heavens. He referred to God in the heavens as his father. Yet some religions teach that he is God. But the Bible does not support us, that belief. There's also the belief in regards to baptism. There is only one way that baptism is shown in the scriptures. So why are they doing it some other ways? Why are those benefiting financially from teaching and from services that have to do with spiritual matters? When Jesus said, you receive free, you give free. This included services, such as curing the sick, or resurrecting people, or providing for them, as it happening sometimes. And then also, when it comes to dealings with those uh, who have money, is it okay because they have money and they are paying money for them to do whatever they want and still have some support that seems to be a, a spiritual support? The Bible does not support that. No one can bribe God, or at least they shouldn't try. And so, following that, we have that on 13, it says, And I saw and I heard an eagle flying in mid-heaven, say with a loud voice woe 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 to those dwelling on the earth because of the rest of the trumpet blasts of the three angels who are about to blow their trumpets so we know that also in the past uh in the few chapters be, uh, that i had gone through in the past he has spoken about four living creatures and one of the living creatures had the face of an eagle all these representations are things that we know from the earth and what we have found out from the eagle is that an eagle can see from a very far distance their eyes work as uh, or function as telescopes and so they can see very far away anything moves they can see it so in the same way we have here uh, an eagle flying in mid heaven and of course this is not a literal animal it's not a literal eagle but it represents 
the angelic creatures, the angels that are very close to God. And so, um, in five, Revelation chapter five thirteen, it says, "And I heard every creature in heaven, and on the earth, and underneath." And on the earth and underneath the earth and on the sea and all of other things of them saying to the one sitting on the throne to the Lamb be the blessing and the honor and the glory and the might forever and ever the four living creatures were saying amen and the elders fell down and worship so one of these four uh, living creatures are the ones who had uh, this type of look in their one had the appearance and I am looking for to see where it mentioned these four living creatures And so what I wanted to mention in regards to this, right, as I look for this, um, for the scripture where it's mentioned, okay, so it is chapter 4. verse verse 6 it says before the throne was something resembling a glassy sea like crystal in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures that were full of eyes in front and behind the first living creature was like a lion the second one was like a young bull and the other one had a face like a man's face and the other one was a flying eagle so these are cherubs that are close to God and so these cherubs have a lot of power they are mentioned that they are full of eyes meaning that they are seeing all and in here it mentions that this flying eagle or this cherub flies in mid heaven saying with a loud voice woe 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 to those dwelling on the earth because the rest of the trumpet blast of the three angels who are about to blow their trumpets so they are announcing even more woes for the earth these woes happened because we have caused we have caused it to ourselves because of our way of being our conduct our behaviors and our way of behaving towards spiritual matters 
obviously, if we become followers of the Christ and we apply what the scriptures say, especially taking into consideration and keeping in mind uh, what he said at John 13, 34, and 25, which is that the mark or the sign or the way that we are as followers of the Christ is that we love with principle love or agape love. If we do that, then there will be no, no divisions. We, there will be trying to get along that's what it will be trying to apply what the scriptures say that's what it will be and if we do that then of course the other things will not happen this is what happens in Jehovah's Witnesses organization we are humans we are imperfect we come from different backgrounds we come from different languages we come from different races but yet we all and we have different levels of financial levels some have money a lot and some have very little we come from different educational backgrounds but all of that is set aside what counts is our spirituality how we are going to treat one another because it is God's command. That is what we know. That is what we put into practice. And so you can see us in assemblies where thousands are gathered. And, and there is peace. There is paying attention. There is learning. There is putting into practice what we have learned. And including in, in matters when we have differences with others, we apply what the principles in the Bible are in order for us to resolve those matters. Because the Bible commands, God commands, Jesus commands that we love one another. And this love is not just the sentiment that we feel uh, for like how we feel for family members or how we feel for a friend. It is deeper than that. It is based on Bible principles. It's a principle love or agape love. And so I wanted to mention about these matters that I had not mentioned before and I had, I had as I have said, there are many details in here, but they are all very important. And so, uh, next week, I will be considering the first part then of chapter 9. Because I have now completed, I have covered everything over here. I have looked through it. And... I believe that I have covered everything over here that speaks in regards to or to clarify 
everything that is here in the Bible. And then if you look into history, when you look into history and you compare into history, because in these few verses, we have been told everything in regards to human history, in regards to our choices, in regards to our worship to God, in regards to how we worship, in regards to being followers of the Christ, or being followers of men who are guiding people in ways that are not approved by God. So it is as the blind leading the blind, leading to their destruction. Because as it was mentioned in there, many of the people died from the waters because these waters were, were tainted were not the waters that God says that are for everlasting life. And so we're going to see next Thursday, uh, we have seen the four trumpets have been sounded. Each trumpet a sound that I sound out and then there is proclamations given and we see in the vision that these things um, what they are and how they are being accomplished or how they will be accomplished but if you look in history if you look in history, you will see, for example, something that was uh, very, something that is very, is visual. It, it, you can see it. We can see it. We can see it. No one says nothing about it. No one, it, it's like, you know, they're doing their thing. And, and basically, that's the way that it is going to be up to the end, up to the end, up to uh, Judgment Day. But for example, we have those who have been leading and together with uh, those in government, those in the military, those who are leads, they are blessing their troops for them to go to war because they imagine that this is something that happening back then in the Bible times but when you read in the Bible God intervened because Jehovah's people the people that he was in a covenant with asked him to intervene on their behalf God will intervene in the behalf of the nation of Israel upon their requesting their help nowadays we see that 
you see priests, pastors, mingling with those in politics, those with the military, to send them to war, and supposedly there are they are blessing them in order for them to overcome their enemies. But those on the other side of the world, whoever is the enemy, they are doing the same thing. They also have their priests, their pastors, their guides, their spiritual guides, blessing also their troops in order to overcome the enemy. It's not the same thing that happened in the time of Israel when Israelites used to request from God to intervene in their behalf. They were in a covenant. After Jesus' death, including the time that same day, Nisan 14, when he was arrested and Peter took out his sword and tried to kill one of the men there and instead he cut off the man's ear Jesus said put your sword back to its place because if you kill by the sword you will die by the sword meaning that the governments were set in place God is allowing them and if you're you're become a criminal because you kill someone you will be prosecuted because you became a criminal who killed someone that is what Jesus told Peter Jesus did not tell him well you know I bless you so that you can go and kill this man obviously obviously God could have ended all of our lives if he wanted to obviously He could have done with this project Earth relating to humans because look at all these things that have happened. But God's word does not come back without results. So he has said to Adam and Eve, to become fruitful, meaning in a spiritual way, fruits in a spiritual way, and to become many, meaning in a physical way, procreate. He had already told them that. He couldn't come, he couldn't just done away with them. He couldn't just done away with Satan. We have free will. We are intelligent creation who have the ability to to reason to take uh, to, to make decisions in regards to matters that have to do with spiritual matters also so God cannot just end it Adam and Eve and just be okay you know that didn't work out and Satan also, that didn't work out. No. We humans, we do that. But not God. He can't do that because His word is a command. His word is justice. 
His word is righteous. He's not a man for him to lie. As humans usually do. It's not that just man, but man represents humanity. The word man or humankind. And so we have all these things that relate to to God's worship. And so even in the Nazi times with Adolf Hitler, he was being blessed. He was being supposedly supported spiritually. Supposedly God was on his side. How can that be? It is not supported by the Bible, by what God says, by what Jesus says. Jesus is now the end of the law, according to Romans 10.4. So we are under the law of the Christ. And the law of the Christ is the essence of God's commands. He did not change God's laws, no. But he concentrates on God's love. Jesus' law concentrates on God's law. So those who are blessing their their fighters, their soldiers to go fight and kill people of other nations, they consider them their enemies, as they may be their enemies, their enemies are also having the same blessing. So who's blessing them? Who's giving them these blessings? It can be God. Because uh, back then, God did not did this in regards to to this type of wars. God intervened for the nation of Israel because they were in a covenant relationship with Him. They were His people. But he did not go and say, well, let's go do this war. Let's go do that war. It wasn't God the one initiating wars. And there were times when God's enemies did overcome God's people because God's people remove his protection from them. Why? Because they disobey. They disobey God. And so he turned their back on them. He allowed them to be captured by their enemies because they were disobedient, because they were worshiping idols, because they had turned their backs before God had turned their back on them. The people of Israel had already turned their back on Jehovah. Even though Jehovah God kept sending their prophets, kept sending, kept telling them to stay away from doing bad, they kept doing what it was bad. And so, 
Yes, there were times when Jehovah God allowed it. And so now what has happened? What has happened with that? They are not uh, in that covenant relationship anymore. Now they can become followers of the Christ. Just as how it happened with the Sadducees and Pharisees, which John called vipers because they were a Satan. He was comparing them to Satan, the devil. And so these false leads, religious leaders that were misguiding the people, that they were leading them to their death, doing things that God disapproved. And so that is why John called, called them that, vipers. He told them to repent. He told them to repent and then get baptized in sign of their repentance. Later on, they continue to have the chance to repent and to become followers of the Christ. So 33 CE comes about, they kill him, they kill Jesus, they did not repent. God says no more of that covenant and now they were part of the nations. So if they wanted to be part of God's organization, which will be earthwide as uh, is shown in Revelation later on, John is made to see that there is a nation of people of all the nations and languages that come together to worship Jehovah God. Not other gods, Jehovah God. Followers of the Christ. This is what John sees. And so has God then just turned his back on humans? No. No. Jesus is administering the matters relating to humans. Jesus Christ is king over humans right now. And he is a king in the midst of his enemies, according to Psalms 110. So God has led Jesus take care of matters, correct matters, undo the works of the devil. It is Jesus who is in command of the angels that are holding back the winds that are going to be unleashed on the earth as judgment approaches, judgment day. And so it is Jesus, through Jesus Christ, that all these things are going to be done away with all these things that are lies, falsehoods, that are um, in opposition to God, that are rebellions, rebellion, rebelliousness. All of these things are going to be done away with. And at this moment, what we will be doing is see what the Bible says. Learn from Jesus to become followers of the Christ. Repent of our sins. Turn around. Get baptized. Studying the Bible will lead us to, to doing that. Because we have to also 
not only get baptized, not only dedicating our lives, but becoming a follower of the Christ, meaning that we become ordained ministers, meaning that we become part of those who are announcing the good news of God's kingdom. Becoming followers of the Christ, just as it was in the past with the Christ, he himself gave us the example. And so then in that way, we also become subjects of God's kingdom we also become witnesses on God's side of witnesses of what? Of what's, what God has said and becoming eyewitnesses of um, the things that we are seeing that are being uh, prophesied in the Bible and that have been fulfilled. And as I said, uh, you can see in history how how because people have been misled for the most part because people have been misled they have either turned to believing that there is no god trusting in their own abilities and intelligence and wisdom and might instead of turning to god for example, um, trusting in what men can do in general in all areas of life instead of trusting in God. So like if there is the teaching that there is no God, that we come from monkeys or we come from whatever, except that we are God's creation. There's also the false teachings in regards to spiritual matters that have allowed this to happen there's no correction in the matters and so uh, people who believe that there is no God then they have turned to doing even worse than in in the past because now they don't have developed that consciousness in regards to having a spiritual need them having a spiritual need and so they live after as if they are not accountable to God but according to God they are but because they have been misled they have come to these conclusions then also when it comes to matters in personal matters that comes to their own life and how we live what type of choices we uh, we take or we make it matters to God it matters of course, we cannot force people to do whatever they want to do or whatever we want them to do because it is not that way. We all have free will. So the way that it is, is that people should know what the Bible says. And from there, then we can make the decision of what we should do in order to become acceptable to God. And also uh, to know if we are being misled and if we are being misled if we realize well you know I have been misled all these years in regards to what the Bible says then what to do next we should take action turn around repent 
but then also seek to worship the only true God. And so the group that is mentioned in the Bible uh, is mentioned that they are going to be worshiping the only true God, but is prophesied John sees this group of people that is a great crowd that no one is able to number they are worshiping Jehovah God they are followers of the Christ so you go ahead and figure out who they are and I invite you to visit jw.org if you would like more information in regards to this um, this information that I have considered I invite you to visit jw.org we have a Bible study there for free and you don't need to register you can just go in and um, and take the study but then also we have videos we have videos for the kids we have their children we have uh, videos for teenagers uh, we have a section that is called uh, questions young people ask and these questions that young people may be asking are relating to any topic that you can imagine as a young person to have any questions that you may have and you as a parent maybe uh, you do not know the answer to some questions that your um, young child or um, young adult will have you can find the answers there that you can in simple in simple terms simple language you can explain what the Bible says what God requires of us and so I invite you to visit jw.org and thank you for um, today being present and tomorrow I will be considering tomorrow Friday I'll be considering another topic and usually on Fridays I consider general topics so thank you for you your presence today thank you for joining me today continue to have a beautiful day so goodbye well, i am going